This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice, but our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That, that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions. For a new world order, now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Good morning and welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. Tom Richardson, your host here, November the 29th, 2021. To cut that a little short because we we are going to cover a wide range of things today. Uh, the, the news, of course, that most of us have heard, if you're, if you're not completely cut off, is Om, Omicron or Omicron, whatever. Thinking that Greek letter is the new coronavirus uh, variant. These are the things that happen when we wantonly try to vaccinate through the teeth of a pandemic, as they called it. Was it really a pandemic? Is it really a pandemic? In their words, the words of people like Dr. I use that term rather loosely. Anthony Fauci and uh, Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, Joe Biden. You know, he tries to tell you it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, but yet we have come to a lot of conclusions that it is the vaccinated that are in the hospital with coronavirus, CV-19, whatever you want to call it. We're going to talk about a lot of that today. We're going to, we're going to cover this thing quite extensively, probably more than we need to. First and foremost, let's get some things straight. For those of us who forgot most of our government teaching history back in high school or college and it's easy to uh kind of waylay some of that stuff because government was not a class that i did well in i'll be honest and only of recent years have i kind of revisited it a little bit because we need it you know they they are stripping away your rights day to day it's ever since about 2001 We've really come under a, a a satanic attack, and there's a there are those that don't like that that statement that like that fellow and his name is Jason Whitlock in our opener. He says this stuff is satanic. He's a believer. I I encourage you another good podcast to list to is fearless. Jason Whitlock. He's on Apple. I get nothing for promoting other guys except probably people not listening to me anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but he's he's a good an analysis guy, and he sees things from both the perspective of being an African-American man or a black man and looking at the world and saying, it, it's not what they want you to believe. You know, there are certain areas where that is a problem color and race and whatever but they make it that way this guy's he's he's good i've listened to him quite a bit he's on the tucker carlson show quite often and a few other of the fox shows i'd love to be able to talk to him myself but i'm sure that would go nowhere at this point but 
good guy. I mean, he, he really, he just, he's very straight at you. He doesn't get really over emotional about anything. He just says it. And that, that statement about all these things, they're just satanic at their nature. And we'll cover some of that as we go. I want you to remind you again, I said, I was talking about government. We do not live in what they what they want to keep referring to. And if you listen, there's a, a clip I played a, a while back where all these talking heads on TV kept saying, it's an attack on our democracy. It's an attack on our democracy. It's an attack. And they all keep saying the same thing. And you can morph them together and get this picture that, you know, they're scripted. The news is not the news. It's scripted for the most part. 99%, I would even say. We don't live in a democracy. A democracy ends up being something like China, Russia, those kind of places. We live in a constitutional republic, and I know you can't see me, and it's probably a good thing right now. I hold in my hand the Constitution of the United States. It's not an original copy. <laughs> I can't afford that. I heard one that just got auctioned off for like $5 million or something, original copy. But this is, a, this is the, uh, the Constitution of the United States. Now, let's read one section because we're going to talk, and we're going to hear some of the doofuses out there trample all over this. Amendment number one, freedom of religion, press, expression, Ratified, 1215-1791. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech and, or I'm sorry, or of the press or the right of people peacefully or peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. In a nutshell, Congress cannot. It is against the law. It is against the Constitution of the United States for Congress to impose any law by that First Amendment against the freedom of religion and the exercise thereof, the right to peacefully assemble, peaceably, it says, peaceably assemble, nor can they step up, change any of that, and you have the right to redress to the government. In other words, you're allowed to go to Congress. You probably have to set up some kind of an appointment and bring your desires, your impact statement to your representatives. All that in the last year has been just completely trampled on. Freedom of speech uh, in, in the social media outlets, they are still under government control to a certain degree. And they've shut down people. There's people like Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who had oh, like a million followers. I can't even come close. I don't even try, but let's be honest. But she had a million followers on, on her uh, different platforms, Instagram, Twitter, you know, uh, Facebook. And they, poop, they cut her off. They, they, I mean, they literally blew her clear out of the, the platforms, shut them down. She was doing a, a Bible kind of a thing on Instagram, and that didn't even fly. I put up my interview with her that I had back in June. We had some technical operator headspace problems, but we still had a pretty good portion of that interview. When I attached her name to it, the platform that I'm sitting on right now, kicked it out and they sent me an email said this violates our community standards that my friends is freedom of speech 
freedom of expression completely annihilated by big tech, which runs a bulk of what we have around us. And the government knows it. If they make these guys mad, and of course they're getting all kinds of kickbacks. These senators and congressmen, they live on kickbacks. How do you think Nancy Pelosi can afford millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars worth of property? Three or four different places on a government salary. Oh, well, her husband made all this money. How'd he make it? Well, as it comes to to bear, it seems, uh, you know, he's finding out some insider stuff. Of course, oh, you know, that's, Ill, that's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. But it happens. Let's uh, switch the gears. Okay, go back to that coronavirus thing that's happening. Omicron, Omicron, coming, coming to get you. Most of the people who've had it so far have had very, very, very mild things happen. Stuffy nose, cough, slight fever maybe, achy joints, couple of days, no loss of taste, no loss of smell, and it's over. Excuse me. So what's the big deal? Oh, well, we can attach coronavirus to it. We can attach um, CV-19 to it. Oh, it's just another variant of the common cold. We can push people towards another vaccination. They've already, in this country, people are already lining up and getting their third shot along with the other two that some have not. Maybe like 40 or 50% still on the fence. Some have taken the first shot and they're waiting on their second one. But folks, it's not going to end. That's the that's the the picture that we have here. We're going to have to wade our way through this thing. And it is not going to be easy. We are going to watch our friends and some of our family members die from the dreaded coronavirus. It's a bad thing. It is a bad thing. The variants get touted and oh my goodness yeah and that's all you hear on the news in between little sound bites when they focus so much on something so insignificant to your actual health folks they're trying to get you scared because fear drives you fear drives people to do things they wouldn't naturally do I have a clip. I've been sitting on this one for quite some time. It's from the old TV show, The X-Files. Now, hopefully, I have everything keyed up. Let's see what happens here. The X-Files, and it's, you know, they drop the truth. That's all you can say about it. It's awesome. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent, or cruel, or efficient. By severe drought, brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves. In a state of perpetual war. To create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home. With tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S. The building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose. The corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fat and dull, sicken and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America by a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. That will cull, 
kill and subjugate. C U L L coal kill and subjugate. That's a, that's a good message or I'm sorry. It's a good title for a very seriously sounding scary podcast. That's probably not what we're going to use today, but that's a clip that, you know, it's from a television program that was basically sci-fi, but I'm telling you a lot of what you heard in there are real things. Manipulation of the weather. We don't talk about it much here, but we may very soon. And I might drag my friend Mike in on some of this stuff. You will hear that clip, I'm sure. Again, I'm not going to get rid of that one. That's a good one. Manipulation of weather, electromagnetic pulse things that that can uh, affect your psyche. The other day, I watched another TV program. It's called The Blacklist. Now, I don't promote any of these things, but I watched it, and they talked. Uh, the whole show was about what we call the Havana Syndrome where they were using some kind of microwave technology that they could funnel it and, and make it into a beam. And, and people in our uh, embassy in Havana were getting gravely ill and having all kinds of neurological problems, some that they never recovered. And, you know, that's, you know they, they had this whole scenario behind that. But, see, there's things that show up on our shows on TV that we're watching that, you know, if you just sit there and you say, um, wow, you know, that's, that's interesting, but that's a bunch of, you know, sci-fi BS. Well, it's not. Some of this stuff is real. Some of this stuff is happening. Um, I can point you to a lot of different places, but I think down the road we'll have to switch gears again and, and talk about some of those things that we just brought up about uh, projected energy and weather manipulation, chemtrails. These are important to know in the, in the common era we live in. We can grow organic food, but I'm telling you what, they're spraying junk above our heads down upon us. It's not organic anymore. I wanna, I'm now going to go into a series of clips. A lot of clips today. Some of them are a little longer than I like. I tried to trim most of them down to a significant. I don't want to lose anybody in the in the weeds here. But we need to remember some history. We need to remember some things that have been said over the years. And uh, they're important. Very important. January 12th, 2017, the great Lord Fauci made this statement. There's one message that I want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. And I hope by the end of my relatively short presentation, you will understand why history the history of the last 32 years that I've been the director of NIAID will tell the next administration that there's no doubt in anyone's mind that they will be faced with the challenges that their predecessors were faced with. The mistake that so many people have made is something that several of our panelists have already referred to, and that is a failure to look beyond our own borders in the issue of the globality of health issues. Not only things that are there that will come here, but surprises that we have. What are the lessons that we learned from HIV? One. That's enough. He goes a little deeper. I only had another minute or so left of that. But again, too long of a clip of that guy will cause a little vomit to rise in your throat. We have to look beyond our own borders and the globality of these things, he says. And he goes on. Uh, but, you know, we got the idea. That's 2017, January, January 12th, 2017. My wife loves to remind me of that. We get talking about these things. Well, I remember when he said, you know, I'm like, you're right. He did. He said that. He said that the coming administration. Now, remember, that's January 12th. 
The coming administration would be the Trump administration, which doesn't get sworn in until the 20th, eight days later. So even at that time, Obama was still in office, thinking that Hillary was going to come in and take care of things for him. And Trump put a, a blockade in there. But it, before it could happen, here's Anthony Fauci telling us, oh, I got a feeling, you know, and I, he's not a prophet, not even close. But he made that statement that uh, it was going to happen. They're going to they're gonna face something. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of talk out there about gain of function uh, research, which is uh, I have a clip here with Rand Paul, who he goes into a pretty good explanation of it. But I have another one that you know got my stuff a little bit out of out of uh, kilter here. In this clip, this is with uh, Senator Marshall. Another one with Fauci, and they're talking gain of function as well. No, I'm asking who, who would make that type of decision? As to what? Who would decide to make a pause in the viral gain of function uh, decision for this particular uh, research policy? Uh, this research request, again, from EcoHealth, it's dated 5-27-2014, that Peter Daszak would respond this is terrific. We're very happy to hear that our gain-of-function research funding pause has been lifted. Yeah. Yeah, who would make that decision? Okay, so I think conflating the words gain-of-function research pause, the question is, it was asked of the trained staff at the Institute if this research would fall under the pause for gain-of-function, and it was determined by trained staff that it did not. Because at that time, there were two components of guardrails. There's the guardrail of prior to 2017. Oops, 2017. You know, he, he goes on to talk about the safety issues that were put in place to keep us from falling prey to gain-of-function issues and problems. And then he throws out a date, 17. Ah, doesn't mean anything, I don't know is whether or not an experiment is designed to enhance the transmissibility or the pathogenesis. Right, we understand that. We've been through the depths. No, no, so, well, so that didn't write. Uh, you know, he, he wants to go and twist in words around and, and plan the game of, you know, I'm the big shot virologist over here who's probably never seen a patient other than the ones he's infected himself to kill. Oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. He's done some horrible things in the name of science. The things that he's done to beagles alone should go down in the annals of history that make Dr. Mengele of the Nazi concentration camps look like a peach. I can only imagine what he's done to humans. And I believe right now we're seeing... The Nuremberg trials, uh, the Nuremberg Code, as it were, being just riddled, ripped up, thrown away. The thing that came out after World War II to stop human experimentation without the the participants really knowing what they're doing. Oh, but they do. They sign a piece of paper when they take their shot that says this is an experimental drug. Do you really do they read it? Do you read when you when you join things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you're playing on your PlayStation Five and you, and you, they give you this long drawn out. Oh, you gotta you'll go by these this that and the other thing. All the legal moment. I agree. When it comes to this thing. They just sign their name on the thing. Oh, I want my, I need to get my shot. I'm afraid I'll die. Aren't you afraid the shot might get you? I don't know. 
We just don't know what's going to happen. We've seen 17,000 people already who have died from the vaccines themselves. I'm using that term very loosely, by the way. I want to play on a really good one here. Again, Fauci. A lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Because all of the things that I have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. You're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. I think what people don't fully appreciate is that putting a mask on yourself is more to prevent you from infecting someone else. And if everybody does that, we're each protecting each other. The accumulation of all of those scientific facts, information and evidence brought the CDC to make that decision to say, now, when you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, not only outdoors, but you don't need to wear it indoors. If you look at the genomic sequences of the viruses that are in bats in the wild, it's strikingly similar to the sequences that you have found now in people who have been infected with the original wild type virus. Are you still confident that it developed naturally? No, actually, no, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability exactly what happened. Those are hashtag of clips of him flipping and flopping. And we got more of those because it's like, you know, we can't make up our minds. What should we do? Where a mask, where a mask. Should is we? this really much to ask? Is it much? Tie some fabric around your face. Oh, it's the simplest of tasks at the gym, at the store. Don't treat it like such a chore. No, these mandates aren't malicious. All your theories are fictitious. Stop the lies. Stop the fights. No one's taking away your rights. Oh, really? All speculation makes me need a flask. Come on and read some data. All you masturbators wear a Wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. It's It's so simple. Just tie it on your face, shut up, and go on. That's. I heard a lady the other day sitting there on the TV talking to, not not sitting on my TV, but, but, you know, talking to Dan Bongino. He likes to get a liberal in on his TV program, which is called Unfiltered with Dan Bongino on Fox. He likes to get a liberal in there and let them squirm under some questions. And this woman at the end, she got, she, all she wanted to do is talk about vaccinations, vaccinations, vaccination. He wasn't even asking her about that. He was asking her completely different things. All she wanted to go back to his vaccinations and her ending statement was put on your mask, get your vaccination. So basically put on your mask, get your vaccination, shut up or get your vaccination, put on your mask. However you want to look at it. The idea behind vaccinations was to do away with masks, to do away with social distancing, do away with the uh, abolishment of our First Amendment second uh, First Amendment rights. The, uh, the the not allowing you to go to church, the, the all the things that came up in this past year that a lot of people just accepted and even pastors of churches accepted and went along with and tried to play the Romans 13 card. I, I want you to read Romans 13 on your own. Study it. Don't just read the words. Study it and understand it. Look at context. We've talked about that before here, and I'm getting off on a, on a little trail here. We talked about it before. Romans 13 is godly government. The, the first Christian church, or the first church that promoted the name of Christ in the first, BC, uh, first AD, first century AD, after Christ had gone, to his glory, ascended to heaven. The church kicked in. They were illegal. 
by the standards of the Jews and the Romans. The laws did not accept them for close to 300 years, I think it was. They were persecuted. They were killed. They were chased down. They were fed to lions. They were lit on fire to, to light the streets of Rome. But still they persisted, even in the illegality that was put around them. They still stayed fast. Now, let me tell you something. It is illegal by the First Amendment to stop you from going to church. Even though there's internet church, you, you stop on your own. That's okay. I don't agree with you. Sitting in your pajamas and watching TV with your church or on the iPhone or whatever you're watching it on. Oh, well, at least I'm, you know, we're still, you're not assembling. It says in, in Hebrews chapter 10 to not forsake the assembling together of ourselves. So why do we let the government tell us to? The Peter, Paul, James, and John didn't. They continued to assemble even at the risk of their own skins. Wow. Definitely got off on a rant. I like Anthony Fauci. If you attack me, you're not attacking me. You're attacking science. And, you know, I allowed to, I clipped in a few other things, though. But let's listen to him again. His is, this is him holding up his edge, his sword's edge of science, first on the masks. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, People should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. If you want to do it, that's fine. But it can lead to a shortage of masks. Exactly. That's the point. It could lead to a shortage of masks for the people who really need it. There you go. No masks. I don't think anybody should be wearing a mask. Now, that was 2020. Early in 2020. Did he change his mind on that somewhere? Again, this is science. Science is putting things together and coming up with a plan and blah, blah, blah. Things change. It's fluidity. Is it really? If you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective. And that's the reason why you see people either double masking or doing a version of an N95. Double masking now. So it's okay. It's actually... It's a it, common sense, he even says, for us to double mask ourselves. I've never done that. I did wear the mask. There are places where you're forced to, and if I want to go to the hospital to visit or, you know, I do some uh, functions at a nursing home here and there, I wear the mask until I can take it off. Or you go to visit your doctor. I mean, I hate it. I'm like sitting there thinking, man, I'm, I'm falling right in. But, I, you know, I'm not. People have to worry about constant mask wearing. It is bad for your teeth and gums. It is bad for your health as far as your lungs go. And the and two masks, one's bad enough, those paper masks, the junky ones. And then you step up and 
I was given one of the N95s. That thing's horrible. First of all, you look like a, a, a duck. It's got a duck bill kind of thing on it. They're horrible to breathe through. I can't imagine these these people that have to wear those all day long in their work environment. You can't breathe. So you're 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 losing your the little bit of oxygen that you're allowed to have nowadays because, you know, breathing air is dangerous. And they don't go into the idea behind all the uh there's a name for hyper Oh my goodness, I forgot what it is. But it, it, basically, it's the lack of oxygen that your body is going to intake through that mask causes this problem. And I wish I could remember it. I, I'm on a rabbit trail again, but it is a, a worthy one. You are denying yourself oxygen. Therefore, you are not going to think clearly. You're going to limit your ability to function completely i mean athletes we've seen young 17 16 year old girls running track forced to wear a mask outside and they've they run their you know 440 or whatever and pass out at at the finish line this should not be happening this should have never happened to get young children in the grade school era and and then forward to wear these things when they aren't even really at risk to the coronavirus. And here they are. Now it's become a fashion statement. I'd say to my wife, I don't understand. She, She said, well, you know, some people, it's a fashion statement. They're wearing these cloth masks, which are horrible. You put a diaper on a baby, you don't just leave the same diaper on or keep taking it off and putting it back on wet and dirty. If you use cloth diapers, some people still do that. No, you clean it, do what you have to do, and then it can be put folded up and put there for reusing. These masks, though, they need to be disinfected. You have germs in yourself that you breathe out. Yes. They need to get out of you. But you trap them in a piece of cloth or paper and then breathe them back into yourself. So you're never really expelling them. And you know most of that stuff isn't going to infect someone else. This asymptomatic infection thing is such a, a load of bunk, and it's something that, that way people can walk around and say, well, I got my shot, so I won't asymptomatically infect anybody. You just made yourself more infectious. They've proven that as well. We're not even talking about the shot today, but we'll go there because it's going to get ramped up with Omicron coming. I guarantee it. They're going to push the shots hard. You don't want to get this when it's bad. You know, it's got a 100% survival rate, but it's bad. You don't want... Folks, we've been fighting the common cold ever since, I imagine, since man fell in the garden. That's when germs and diseases started to infect this world. And until we go back to it, paradise with Christ, we will face diseases. Now, when man starts to tinker with them, that's when we have a problem. And then they come up with a, oh, we've got to catch all, this will save you deal. This is a really interesting back and forth we have here with, I think it's Jim Jordan of Ohio, representative of Ohio, and Anthony Fauci. What determines when? I'm sorry. What? What measure? What, I mean, are, are we just going to continue this forever? Or when does, when does, no. when do we get to the point? What measure, what standard, what objective uh, outcome do we have to reach before, before Americans get their liberty and freedoms back? You know, I, you're indicating liberty and freedom. I look at it as a public health measure to prevent people from dying and going to the hospital. You don't think Americans' liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci? They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. 
I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman Jordan. Well, that's I look obvious. At this as a public health thing. But, but, uh, the, I disagree with you, you on that. You think the Constitution completely. is suspended during, a, during a, a, a virus, during a pandemic? It's certainly not. This will end for sure when we get the level of infection very low. It is now at such a high level, there's a threat again of major surge. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, over the last year, Americans' First Amendment rights have been completely attacked. Your right to go to church, your right to assemble, your right to petition your government, freedom of the press, freedom of speech have all been assaulted. I mean, for a year now, Americans haven't been able to go to church. Even today, when they go to church, they're limited in the size of, of, of worshipers who can meet. Your right to assemble? Oh, my goodness. We had a curfew last fall in Ohio. You had to be in your home at 10. In Pennsylvania, you had to be in your home. Uh, when you're in your home, you had to wear a mask. In Vermont, when you're in your home, you didn't have to wear a mask, Dr. Fauci, because you weren't allowed to have yeah. people over to your house. We're not talking about liberties. We're talking about a pandemic that has killed 560,000 Americans. A very exploded number, by the way. They have already... There's people out there that do a lot better job of knowing people than I do. Uh, hopefully that can change. I don't know. But it, it, I, I let this thing go as the Lord wants it as far as who I can connect with. But I know I've heard people that I trust who have talked to guys who were working in uh, the funeral service, you know, that do you know funeral you know, embalms and all that kind of thing. And they've seen people who were dead, killed in automobile accidents, right on there, coronavirus. They've seen people shot in places that would kill them, heart, head, whatever, coronavirus. This is, you know, because there was money in the hospitals and the doctors who would put coronavirus on a death certificate or even admit someone to the hospital under the fake PCR tests, which are 50% wrong. No, I didn't say 50% right. 50% wrong. They have a 50-50 negative positive fail rate. You get swabbed in your nose, and they come back and tell you, well, you got the coronavirus, and you might not. Or you may have a variant of the coronavirus, like a common cold or the influenza. Now, if you're a, a, a sickly person, these are things that you have to be careful of. And I've outlined before, and we will outline again at some date, some different protocols which are good to be on. But for the basics, C, vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, and then it's good to have something that takes that zinc and slams it into your cells. Either you can get a, if you can get a hold of hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, those are good binders, I guess is a good word, or injectors of that zinc into your cells so you get the full ramifications of the zinc or you can use uh quercetin those are things you can look up these are things that need to be done in the days that we live not sit there and worry about all this stuff that these people are doing um one of, one of my favorites of all time was senator Rand paul when he brought Fauci in, or they, well, he was there. I mean, he didn't bring him in, but he, he really held his feet to the fire in a Senate hearing. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli, 
of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research... I don't favor gain-of-function research in China. You are saying things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain-of-function, such as yourself, (laughs) say that COVID-19 mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. Barrick developed forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture that the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrick named the technique the noceum technique because the mutations appear naturally. He, he, he came up with a technique that was made it so that these uh, spike proteins couldn't be even, it made it look like it just happened. They, I love how he puts it, juicing up a virus and injecting it into these different, whatever they do, you know, playing around with it gain of function that's what he, he gave you the explanation better than i ever could it's juicing up the virus that would infect the human respiratory system what a wonderful thing to work on isn't that what you'd want your life's work to be is i came up with a virus that you can't cure oh but then i came up with a shot that don't work that's my life's work this is a guy who's been working on HIV AIDS for decades. And all they've done now with the coronavirus or COVID-19 vaccinations is come up with a way to give the common man who gets the shot basically a form of AIDS, the uh, immunal, was that autoimmunal uh deficiency syndrome whatever you know what it is it's the thing that was predominantly through the gay community caused by the hiv aids doesn't kill anybody their immune system becomes depleted to a point where the common cold can kill you this if the if the if there's truth in what's being said out there in the uh different platforms of medical information, the shots that people are taking to present to, to prevent catching COVID are now attacking their immune system, tearing it apart to the point where they become like an AIDS patient. Their immune system will be shot. The percentage I've heard is from the time you take your shot or second shot maybe 5% each month your immune system is depleted 5% first month 5% of 100% the next month 5% of 95 next month 5% 5% it's a, it, and we've gone through that before to the point where you have nothing or such a low immune immune system that you're literally if somebody sneezes in proximity to you and, and it's infectious you're going to go down let's go on with a little bit of rand and rand paul and fauci you in front of this group categorically say that the covid19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory i do not have any accounting of what the chinese may have done and i'm Liar. fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You support it in the U.S. We have 11 labs doing it, and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. You're... You're fooling with Mother Nature here. You're allowing super viruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous. I think it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States. And we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you should investigate where the virus came from, 
But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, no matter you're how parsing many times words, you're parsing you say words. it, there it was didn't research, happen. There was research done with Dr. Xi and Dr. Barrick. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airway cells, and they did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain-of-function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute and Dr. Barrick. You can't deny it. Senator- Let's just stop right there. Because that's where they stop anyway. They juiced this thing up and injected it, or however they play around with it, into the SARS-CoV-1 virus. So it's had a pretty significant death toll. Luckily, fortunately, or whatever you want to look at it, whatever word you want to use, this one doesn't have the 15% mortality rate or we would have been sitting at oh goodness gracious what 15 million people dead instead of what he throws out as 500,000 that's a lot of people anyway but again a lot of it's ginned up numbers and you can do that research on your own but there's there's just into that clip if you go back and replay it a couple times maybe or just parts or you get the idea of what they actually were doing this is mad scientist stuff you know you see <laughs> and they pour this test tube into that one you know that kind of thing and then inject it into something you know the monkey or whatever unfortunately for the animal and then sit back and watch and wait oh how long will it take to kill this little animal Will it infect his lungs or whatever? I mean, that just, it, it's, we've done things that we should never be proud of in this country. We've allowed it. Now, most of us didn't know it, so we can't be held completely accountable for it. But once you know, that's when we have a voice and we can stand up and say, hey, this is enough, man. You people have gone way over the border and we're about, we're about to call it in. Call in the markers. Hey, we're getting close here, so let's go ahead and listen to uh, we with with Omicron coming or Omicron, whatever that I, could, I didn't write it down, so I don't have it here in front of me. You know what I'm talking about? The new variant. Um, this this little clip I'm going to play here of the Ding Dong Fauci and uh, some of the talking heads on CNBC or something like that talking about Christmas. But we can gather for Christmas, or it's just too soon to tell. You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've just okay. got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down and not try yeah. to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Let's focus like a laser on continuing to get those those cases down. And we can do it by people getting vaccinated and also in the situation where boosters are appropriate boosters. to get people boosted because we know that they can help greatly in diminishing infection and in diminishing advanced disease, the kinds right. of data that are now accumulating in real time. The president announced nearly a month ago that businesses need to mandate vaccines for their employees or submit them to weekly testing. We looked, it's been a month. None of this paperwork has been filed with OSHA to make that happen. Was this a, a stunt? Are you seeing companies follow through even without the legal mandate filed? Let me let me answer that one. It was a stunt. Joe Biden's trying to give OSHA power they don't that that they don't have. He's trying to acquire power that he does not have, knowing that the big corporations have the power of their own. Uh, I had to talk to a friend of mine. It's a lawyer, and he said. You know, the government might not be able to do it, but these companies can do whatever they want. They can mandate. So, you know, here in my neck of the woods, I heard of the other day that Timken roller bearing in, in Canton, Ohio mandated. And, and my buddy told me, he says, Hey, they all are. All the biggies are going to mandate. I know, I know places like UPS, FedEx, and all those. I'm sure Amazon, you're, you got to get that shot or you're not working. You know, there's a lot of help wanted signs out there, but I got a feeling that the mandate will be, you know, look for somebody that's only got 50 or 60 employees. They're not pushing them yet. 
But, you know, they, they, they try to use the scare tactics of you should be able to work in a place that's safe. Safe from what? The common cold? That they juiced up and made it a little bit worse? Look, zinc, A, uh, zinc, C, D, quercetin. <laughs> that's, I just, that's my mantra. Get on it, take it. Get, get, get yourself in a, and try to be, you know, lose some weight if you have to. It's hard to do now. I just gained some eating all that turkey and everything. But lose some weight. You know, get some exercise. Even if it's a little, a little bit more than nothing is something. I think some of them are, and I think you'll be seeing a lot more once we get past these legal issues. I think what the president said about companies greater than 100 individuals is a good thing. And you're seeing also local groups, universities and businesses are doing that. But you're speaking with immediacy. But when you're speaking with immediacy, it doesn't seem reflected in the action here. Well, certainly, if you look at universities now, we've had, I I believe, uh, Margaret, if I'm not mistaken, close to a thousand or more universities are saying that if you want to be on campus, with real-time classes, mm-hmm. you really have to get vaccinated or you can't come. And there are businesses that are doing that. I mean, airlines, look at airlines, the mandate of, of, of the airlines, where you have now 99% of certain airlines uh, employees are vaccinated. Yeah. So when you do that, when you tell people that there are alternatives, that if you do not want to get vaccinated, you're not going to work or you're not going to be able to go to school. I think that the emergent nature of what we're dealing with actually does justify. I've had enough of that guy. He makes me sick. In other words, you don't have the right in society to do anything unvaccinated. If you aren't shot up with a bunch of experimental goo, you don't have the right to participate in a job in church. Or I'm telling you, we've 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 already ventured into what's happening in Australia. Austria, Lithuania, where people aren't even allowed to go to the store. And if you're out, you better have a good excuse for why you're out or they just gather you up and take you to the camp. Austria, wake up. Germany, wake up. You know, you can travel not too far from where you live and revisit Auschwitz. What's left of places, I think Birkenau or whatever, and those other ones, that that some of them have been torn down. But some of those places still exist. Go check them out. Review the history. Because it's coming. If you aren't clean, as they want to say it, and I've heard one of them actually say that, you can't participate in society. You know, if you don't get it, if you don't get your kid vaccinated, he can't go to college or she. That's wrong. That's dead wrong. That's not American. That's not how we operate. That's not how we live. We don't function under these kinds of things where we're mandated medical treatment. And he he uses ideas like measles, mumps, and rubella, and smallpox. Those are those worked. This thing doesn't. You get the shot. Oh, it might. You won't get as sick. Bull. Some people die. Some people don't even get the chance to catch COVID. They die from the shot. You want to shake those dice and see what happens? I know a lot of people have taken it. I don't ask them. They tell me. My producer just left. Let's look at something. Most of what we heard from this guy is twisting of, you know, and people say, well, you can't just call him a liar. I can because things, he just twists around and, and changes things and goes this direction, that direction. Let me, let me give you some idea of liar it actually this lie the the word lie to lie it's a verb it's an action word it's something that you do some of the other words we'll call them what the in the in the english uh professor tone 
synonyms for lie or to lie, deceive, perjure, delude, fool, to fool someone, misrepresent. That's just a few. There's like 144. I'm going to read a few more because then we're going to wrap up quickly and talk about these liars. Someone who fabricates things, fudges like fudge the numbers, puts out a hoax, a false flag, so to speak. Trick, defame, somebody who defames you. I don't want to defame any of these people. And I try not to. I use their own words as they say them through history, short version of history and you can see what i'm not defaming them they did it on their own i'm not committing defamation of character they falsify or distort misguide distort the numbers fudge the numbers like we said earlier you know five hundred thousand people really succumbed to covid19 we don't know i got a pretty good feeling that it's way lower than that. And there's probably way higher than that that have died from the coronavirus shot. Misguide, misinform, mislead. What do we do here? We are called removing confusion. My job is not to mislead you. It is to at least give you something. You can look at this stuff on your own. You can look up the things on the Internet. It's all there. Now, do you trust everything on the Internet? Absolutely not. But friends... Listen to me. It's there in their own words. These, these things I played you, they're all their own words. Now, I did. I popped out some things to make them shorter. I cut them off a few times, but their own words, they say it. At first, he says, no mask, and he says, oh, maybe two. And when he said, the, uh, when he was talking to these senators and congressmen, he was wearing two masks. That's why I was like, I don't, you know, Unintelligent mumbles, unintelligent mumbles are are probably more easy to ex- accept than his actual words. Lord Fauci. First, yeah, First Timothy, First Timothy in your Bible, in First Timothy chapter one, verse ten. We're gonna we're gonna end up with liars and what God thinks of liars. So we have to we all have to be very careful of how we conduct ourselves. Uh, he gives that list again. This is Paul writing in Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. 1 Timothy 1, verse 10. Whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for man-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, liars and perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine... That's against the law of God. Knowing this, that the law is made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers, fathers of murderers, fathers and murderers of uh, of mothers, for manslayers, whoremongers, on and on, liars. They're, they're, they're illegal in God's eyes. You want to lie for a living? You want to, you want to adulterate for a living? I mean, and that there's a lot of stuff you can go into. None of us are perfect. All of us have warts. That's a wonderful thing about our Bible. The only person in the Bible who doesn't have blemishes, warts, or sins is Jesus Christ. Everybody else has got them. Paul had them. John had them. On and on. Revelation 20, 21, Revelation 21. I've read this to you before. I'm going to read it again. But the fearful and the unbelieving, the abominable, the abominable, the murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. There is no such thing as Christian liar. There's no such thing as a Christian whoremonger. It's not like we have these different Americanisms, you know, Mexican-American, African-American. We're all Americans. 
in the Christian church, we're all Christians. You can't say, well, I'm a Christian, but I'm a whoremonger. (laughs) I'm a Christian, but I'm a liar. You don't get that. God doesn't give us that. It's a short message that, you know, most of this stuff was worldly stuff I'm throwing at you. But I, I try to always give you the Bible. You know, these people are deceivers. That's another word that goes with liar is deceiver. And we have to realize Jesus said that those who spoke lies, which were the Pharisees, Sadducees of his day, spoke their father's language, and their father was the devil. It's a harsh thing to say to religious people. Christian, stay on the path that's of righteousness. Pray for each other to keep to the path of righteousness. Pray for me. I I covet prayer. I love prayer. To keep me on the path of righteousness, not to stray away and get caught up in the world's mess. Less the flesh, the less the eyes, and the abundant pride of life. These are the things that will take us all down if we allow it. It's been a long one today. We probably have some more coming. This is a very... This is a time when we like to sit and reflect on just what Christ did for us. Christmas time, the Advent, whatever they want to call it. How he left glory and came down here as a man and died for our sins. But the world is really full of garbage. Don't turn your eyes blind to it, but understand it and keep going along. Because we need to, folks. It went longer than my outro. Sorry. (laughs) You know, this is a wonderful thing about doing your own podcast. And my producer didn't keep with me. But folks, again, I'm sorry about that. But hey, you know what? Have a great day. Have a great week. Until the next time, this is Tom Richardson with Removing Confusion Podcast. November the 29th, 2021. God love you. God love you. See you next time.